1: Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT
2: and We on the motherfucking Bullet Care podcast.
1: Oh my goodness. Just watching we football look
2: at bootleg care Podcast.
1: I got money on the line Bills Patriots on the under It's getting close ladies and gentlemen Anyway yo welcome to another edition of the bootleg cat podcast Man listen shout out to everybody who's locked in with us uh, This will probably be out Tuesday The video came out Monday We got a dope episode for you today Shout out to Jay Stone Um if you do not know who Jay Stone is He's somebody who was signed Or is signed to All Money In Um Somebody who was close with uh, Nipsey, a dope young rapper out of uh, L.A. Who, in his own right, is very talented, making a lot of noise and putting out quality music. Uh, So we're going to be talking with Jay Stone about everything from his new album, The Definition of Pain, which follows up to his album, The Definition of Loyalty. Both must go cops, must go, you know, check it out. The Definition of Pain got two crazy new Nipsey verses on it um dope conversation with Jay Stone. I suggest you tap in. I promise you'll enjoy it. Salute to our sponsors, per the usual, got to shout out to Odd Socks for always holding us down, man, presenting the show each and every week. Our good friends at Odd Socks. Now, the holidays are officially over. I'm a little under the weather, I ain't even gonna lie. Uh I think it's cuz I was walking around the house with no socks on, which is my fuck up because I got free Odd Socks, you know what I'm saying? But listen, you got to get you some Odd Socks. They're the most comfortable socks in the world. Now, I suggest you start off with some basics. The Odd Sox basics. They're plain, they're comfy. They're like walking on clouds. Then you can go get you some of your favorite licensed socks. It really depends on what you're into, because they got a little bit of everything, man. Like legit breaking bad socks, WWE socks, Nickelodeon socks. I mean you name it, they got it. All right. So check them out at oddsocksofficial.com. That's oddsocksofficial.com and use the keyword bootleg kev at checkout. And you will receive 20% off oddsocksofficial.com keyword bootleg kev at checkout to receive 20% off plus support our friends uh, over at vapingcbd.com if you're into uh, some CBDs you know what I'm saying if you need some help sleeping maybe you got some uh, I don't know some some sore motherfucking situations maybe your feet are sore your back sore you fucking you strain yourself working out. You could spray some of that CBD lotion on you, man. Get some of that CBD. Smoke it before you go to sleep. And uh, I promise you won't find better CBD than at VapingCBD.com. Use the keyword bootleg Kev for 20% off. Busy week. Not only do we have the J Stone interview that's about to drop. Yes. He's got a freestyle dropping on our YouTube channel that's fire as fuck. Plus, we got Katori Walker, who is an incredible artist out of Pasadena, who dropped a dope-ass project called Idols this year. We're going to have him on the show this week, and uh, I, man, plus Stupid Young's on the way. Uh, Just so much other stuff we're working on. Super excited, Um, so let's get into it, man. It is uh, officially official, the Jay Stone episode of the Bootleg Head Podcast, I believe episode number 33, but I might be fucking wrong. I think it's episode 32. I don't know. It's probably, if you just look at your phone, it's on the description. Let's get into it. Lake here podcast man. We got the homie Jay Stone in here. Welcome.
2: What's up? What's up? What's up, man? What's up, Kev?
1: Hey, yo, we chilling, man. Listen, your new album, uh The Definition of Pain is uh is is well, look. What's today? It's it, we, we, this is going to release when this the album is out. All right, bet. So the album is out. Um yeah. a great body of work, man. You know, I got the, appreciate you sending it over early so I could tap in with it, man. Definitely a, a very personal project, I feel like. Um Obviously, with the title, man, kind of give us a little window into your thought process behind naming the album
2: what you what you named it? I mean, you know, um, you know, Nick really gave it these titles, you know what I'm saying with the definition of loyalty, yeah, you know what I'm saying? you know, I let him hear a lot of songs and shit before I even dropped the definition of loyalty, and bro was like, man, just based on the stories and you know what I'm saying. You giving the G codes on shit, and you know what I'm saying? He like, man, your album should be called the definition of loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Because what I'm getting from these records is like loyalty. Right, right, right. That right, shit like that, you feel me? And he like, man, your next album should be the definition of. Of something else. You know what I'm saying? Pain, sacrifice, mm. success. You know what I'm saying? I just got to start thinking about all that shit. And I'm like, that's a nigga life right there, though. If you think about it.
1: Yeah, you uh, you know, early on in the project, you're talking, you know, for people who don't know, kind of give us the background. You lost your mom when you were three years old. Mm-hmm. She was young. You, I think you say she was 25. She was,
2: young. she was only 25. You know what I'm saying? And I was only three. So your auntie helped raise you. Yeah, my auntie. You know what I'm saying? Which was her sister.
1: What happened with with your mom? Why did she pass so early? If you don't uh, mind sharing, man? shit. The
2: police, man. You know what I'm saying? That was 1989. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, the crack epidemic was crazy. You know what I'm saying? The uh, the police force in the streets was crazy, you know what I'm saying? It was just a war on drugs, you feel me? So anybody out anybody out there that was selling or using, there was a target, period. You know what I'm saying? You could go to jail or get killed in the process Damn. of that shit. You so me? your mom was
1: killed during an interaction with the cops? Yeah,
2: man. Shit, yeah, man. She got pulled over on some shit, man. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think she wanted to go to jail, you feel me? She probably talked to him crazy, probably resisted arrest or some shit. Who knows? Fuck, you
1: yeah, it's crazy, too, because, like, we, we think about police brutality and how over the last, like, seven, eight years it's been so magnified in social media. Yeah. But it's it's, it's crazy because when you go back and you watch, like, you know, obviously not being from L.A., I'm from Phoenix, but, like, watching, like, you know, the menace to societies, the boys in the hood, and, like, the way – the cops were portrayed in those movies. It's like, almost
2: like it was worse back then. And there was no cameras. Yeah. It was worse back then. Like they fabricated how the police really act in the movies. And like, like, like they dumbed it down. Like dumb, they dumb that shit down, but they over-exaggerated how niggas programmed in the streets. You get what I'm saying? Damn. Like the streets was turned up. Like, don't get me wrong, but you know, like the movies, they made it a little bit dramatic. You feel what I'm saying? So.
1: Yeah. Um, how, like, you know, at three years old, I don't remember much from three years old, obviously. Um Like, what was that like, though? Kind of like, you know, like, how did your family kind of, once you were getting older, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do they kind of let you know what happened? Because that's kind of a, a tough thing to tell a kid. On, yeah, I'm like, yo, yeah, this yeah, is what happened yeah. to your mom. Hey, you so know, look,
2: so that's why I kept getting, like, different stories. You know what I'm saying? I had to put this shit together because I would ask... You know what I'm saying? My auntie, I asked, you know what I'm saying? A cousin, a uncle or somebody. And I get all different stories. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you're
1: a kid. They wanna, right. they don't want to so tell you no wild shit. I'm thinking yeah. they're probably
2: either sparing my feelings or they didn't even know. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So it was just, I was getting different stories. So like the three different stories I got, I put them all together and, you know what I'm saying? Came down to the bottom of that shit. And I asked my granddaddy like, hey man, did this, like, did this happen? He like, that's exactly what happened. You feel what I'm saying? Shit. Because they telling me she this, she that. Right, 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 right You know what right. I'm saying? So once I got the real, my granddaddy was like, man, that's exactly what happened. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: So um, For people who obviously kind of break down, like, the section of L.A. you're from, like, you know, I think anybody who who's fans of Nip and are, are already tapped in with your movement kind of already
2: understand where you're from. But, like, for people who are watching this who don't know, kind of, like, give us a background on what, what part of L.A. you're from. I'm from LA. I'm from South Central. You know what I'm saying? The Crenshaw district. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on Eighth Ave. You know what I'm saying? Went to High Park Elementary. Went to Crenshaw High, Washington High. You know what I'm saying?
1: It's crazy because because Crenshaw High has become um like a cultural like landmark. You know, and yeah. I know Nip had a lot to do with that. Like even back to when he had a uh, those pony shoes and they were the the blue and the yellow and you yeah. know
2: hell yeah yeah it's, it's, hell yeah man Crenshaw. Crenshaw Itself, man, you know what I'm saying, got a history within itself, you feel what I'm saying? And 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 Nip and Nip, you know what I'm saying, he just recreated the history of it. You know what I'm saying? We had history then with the Daryl mm-hmm. Strawberry Of course. You know what I'm saying, and all that. And yeah, man. Nip brought that shit back to life, bro, on a worldwide international scale. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: You say Nip, uh, you you got out of jail. And Nip put you on a beat as soon as you got out. As soon as I came on. So, give us a little background on your relationship with Nip. How y'all, li- how you guys originally linked up, and obviously for you to get out of jail, and then I'm automatically, you know, be tapped in with the with the with the homie. Like, like, give us a give us a little yeah. background on that, yeah, man.
2: Hell yeah, I mean, shit. When I got out of jail and shit, man, bro came and picked me up. You know, what I'm saying from jail, he like, bro, man, we can we could do whatever. What year was this? Well, shit. What year wasn't it? Like he didn't I've right. been in jail so many times you didn't <laughs> yeah, have to come. Right. He's like every time <laughs> I've been yeah, to jail. You yeah. like feel What year are we talking about, bro? Right. Nah, Which we time? talking about <laughs> 2013 when okay. I finally got my shit together. Okay. okay. I came home January 2013 with a plan. With a plan not to go back and just get it. You right, feel right, what I'm right, saying? Right. Stay in the studio, you feel me? So when bro asked me what I want to do, he said that I want to go fuck with some hoes, nigga. We go get on a helicopter, we go do whatever. You feel what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, take me straight to the studio. Wow, you know what I'm saying? And we went straight to the studio. That's and crazy. Got cracking. He threw me on the beat. We got cracking. And there oh, it is. Get right.
1: Yo, it's crazy because like what you just said is uh, like you've been like you you've been to jail multiple times, and then in 2013 you finally kind of was like, okay, yeah. I feel like a lot of a lot of like I have cousins who have been in and out of jail nonstop their whole life, right? And it's yeah. like a lot of it it's hard to get someone to really understand why they, they're they in that position over and
2: over again. A lot right. of it has to
1: do with the people you surround yourself with, yeah. the circumstances you choose to be around. You know what
2: I'm saying? Yeah, because after a while they think your ass dumb. They would be like, man, this nigga stupid. This nigga like jail or something. Why this nigga keep going back? Yeah, like what? What? Like, they don't understand.
1: I, I would ask you, like, what is some advice you give somebody who has that problem? Because there are people who are good people who just keep getting wrapped up in you know, that the cycle of just going in and out of jail every couple of years. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to
2: be honest, to be honest with niggas, man, like on some real shit, the system is set up for a nigga to stay in there, to go back. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they be pulling 15-year-olds over. You know what I'm saying? Fresh yeah. out of school. Because they want you on probation early. They want to get you on paperwork, get you on probation. Because so then they can strip. just fuck you over every yeah, time. Yeah, you for your yeah. rights. So then when you do go to jail... Uh, And you get out And you still on probation Or you on parole Any little thing that you do Violation Yeah I could be Chilling with my family member And this nigga on Probation or parole
1: But you you can't be Affiliated with those Kind of people Yeah
2: bro Yeah so that shit right there Have your ass back Fast Yeah that's I
1: feel like that's The biggest loophole Is like Especially if you're From where you're from It's like yo So you're telling me I can't be around my my cousins, or yeah, you know or anybody I mean?
2: that's a, you know what I'm saying affiliate, but that's damn near whole L.A. Oh, you can't live in a gang neighborhood. Where you want me to that's live? That's f- the whole L.A. Right, 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 right. Grandma standing somebody hood, auntie standing somebody hood, mom standing somebody hood. You feel what I'm saying?
1: Help me understand on the on the album. You say um, Baron Davis and Roddy Richard blood cousin.
2: Yeah, real talk.
1: So your blood cousins Roddy and Baron. Real talk. I said I didn't know. I didn't even know the
2: Roddy and Baron related like that. They probably don't even know. They probably didn't even know. You feel what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it just, it just, it just, it, it took a nigga a little bit later to, to to know that part. You feel what I'm saying? Especially Roddy, cause my bro hit me was like, he was like, you know Roddy, that's our cousin, right? That's a little, you know what I'm saying? It's a little government. Name. He like, you know that's. I'm like, yeah, nigga, Roddy is my 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 G pops. My G no, my uncle is his G Pops. Oh that's shit. That's how that go. So you guys
1: are like for real related. That's crazy. You guys that's had... That's
2: my act- dad, that's my dad brother. My dad brother, my dad brother is my uncle. Mm. And that's that's that nigga granddaddy.
1: Were you um like like is that something you found out recently? Or was that
2: man yeah, I just found that out recently, bro. Like you probably been around him and because shit and not his, even knew it, right. G-pop, his G Pops is my favorite uncle. Oh
1: wow. You okay. know what I'm saying?
2: like that's that's what's crazy about it you know
1: damn so you were like you guys because i'm assuming you were around like with the racks in the middle uh well nah, you were sure. you at the I sh- in the video you, I I, in I, the that's video. what i'm saying i was to say obviously you know hit always tells us that story about how how legendary that session was you know mm-hmm. um but yeah but you didn't even know that was your cousin at the time
2: <laughs> that shit crazy that part i didn't know i found that out later on in the game though that's crazy that's crazy how this shit be, bro.
1: Yeah, super crazy. What about, uh, obviously, Baron Davis, a legendary L.A. figure, one of the more, most slept-on point guards in NBA history. Yeah, man. And he's super tapped in as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shout-out to B. Diddy. Yeah. Uh you, you guys have a strong relationship? Or? For sure, hell yeah. Yeah. I
2: pull up on him faithfully. You know what I'm saying? We have talks. You know what I'm saying? We catch up. We reminisce. How, was it nice to have, when
1: he was on the Clippers? Was that nice to have like? Man, hell, that's why. That's why I'm a
2: hell of a Clipper fan right now. You know what I'm saying? Not right. only am I from LA, but like, you know what I'm saying? My cousin Baron played for the Clippers. He was balling out me? when he was on the Clippers. Yeah, for real. Yeah, had to that be. nigga played for the Clippers, the Warriors, you know what the I'm Hornets, saying? Hornets, Knicks for a little bit. The Knicks for a little bit. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, the Warriors was the wave though when he when they had that uh. That season uh, where they where they upset the one seed I think it was the, They beat the Mavericks in round one Yeah It was like Matt Barnes Baron yeah. Davis Michael Petrie That shit yeah. was legendary Yeah that's crazy yeah. So um, This album man Super personal album I feel like um, You know You got some records on here That are crazy You got Two Nipsey features on this project That are sp- Like Very special records I feel like the LeBron James record With Dom Kennedy Is a was, Is a banger Yeah and I feel like the other one is one of the better Nip verses I've heard in a long time, man. Like man, yeah, he he yeah. got off on that shit. Yeah. Now do you? Like, now, Now go ahead. Go ahead. Nah. Nah. Go ahead. Go I ahead. was gonna say like what what is the process of like how many unreleased Nip records do you have? Obviously, your home team. So I'm assuming that you you uh, you you have some. You know, I know you know Dave East uh, who's on your project a couple
2: of times as well. Right. He, he's you know he's got some shit with him that no one's heard. But, like, see, see, now, that last, you know what I'm saying, that second song you heard, you feel me, that was, like, an energy that we was in the studio and had did, like, cuz went crazy, and then I went crazy, right? But the verse that I used is not not even that verse, you feel what I'm saying? Mm. Bro was like, he said, nigga, everything you said on there was the money. He said, just change the first four bars. He said, you change the first four bars? He said, the rest of that shit is money. So instead of changing the four bars, I just changed the whole verse and just went crazy. Yeah, you sm- you
1: know you, you spat yo, cause Nip kicked that thing off
2: man on fire. Yeah. But we held on to it for a cool minute. Right, right, you know right. right, right. We ain't you know what I'm saying, we ain't do shit to it. So after a while it just started getting outdated, I revamped the beat and I'm like, man, this shit perfect for the album.
1: Yeah, cause I know that Nipsey was like very uh like he had a intent when he recorded. It wasn't like Nipsey wasn't the kind of guy who would like you know, do 150 songs and like, you know, you know, there's those artists that like quantity over quality sometimes. Right. But I feel like Nip, everything he did was like very um, specific. It had purpose. It was like, you know, like, so, so in your, in your estimation, like how much Nipsey versus records that are,
2: you know, on hard drive somewhere that we haven't heard yet. Hey man, a lot. It's so much music this nigga didn't did, bro. Like you, you, you wouldn't even imagine, bro. It's shit that I haven't even heard. I, when I thought I heard everything, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying.
1: Like, Is there a, a? Have you heard any i like like plans? obviously, Pop Smoke passed, and we got a his a crazy album from him after he died. Yeah. After he died, and I yeah. think that you know a lot of Nipsey fans are like, I wonder if we're gonna get one more Nipsey project. And I know it's not gonna be as cohesive because you know he's not here to. If if it were to happen. He's not here. To, it's going to take a lot of production. It's going to take a lot of, you know. Is yeah, that something that's been been discussed? It's
2: going it's it's to definitely be another Nip album. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. You got to take time with that, though, all money in. So, you know, we ain't going to put out nothing Mickey or do it just exactly. Because, you know what I'm saying? You guys- I feel like, like you know what I'm saying, rest in peace of Pop. I feel like if they would have held on to his music a little bit more, you know what I'm saying and put it out the right way it it would have been received different but the music was still good and we needed it at that time so you know Yeah I'm they saying?
1: definitely um after after Pac died I feel like they didn't take their time with putting together
2: those projects as much as they probably could have Yeah and Nip had his brand and his image so 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 strong and tight like You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't do the Pac on them with the Machiavelli Mm 1, Machiavelli 15. Remember all those CDs, all them bootlegs? Yeah, Machiavelli 12. (laughs) I remember
1: just hearing about all those. And then when Napster came out, I was downloading all the fucking Tupac bootlegs off the fucking internet, man. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because I I do think there is something to be said about, like, with Pac, like, there was, like, some of those post-death albums that were solid, but some of them just felt like they just kind of kind of threw shit together and it
2: was like kind of threw shit together when they could've waited
1: and then there was the one album that had like
2: features with people he probably never would like never would even did a song with bro like why is Tupac doing a song
1: with Trick Daddy and and all like and G-United shit like bro like he did not even know these cats you know what I'm saying like and I feel like with with Nip it's gotta be very you gotta take your time if that project happens everything's gotta be super you know I mean the same way he took his time with Victory Lap yeah and it was a perfect album, for sure. In the same way, you know what I'm saying. So that'd be crazy though if we hear that, man.
2: Um, yeah, that'd be crazy. I don't know. I really can't say, but I just well, I you just, did say earlier. <laughs> but listen, man. Shout out to Nip.
1: I hope I hope we hear because uh, you know some of these verses that have been coming out. Deep reverence with Sean was crazy. Uh, the, this, the you know the, the stuff on your albums. Like there's been some the uh obviously the Khaled record was special. Yeah. I'm glad that they that they got to release that, that video.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Nib got a chance to pull up on Khaled at his crib. You know what I'm saying? They vibed out and knocked that shit out there. You feel me? Uh,
1: I was talking to Dave East, um, and he said that you guys might be doing a a collab project. Yep. You we and Dave East.
2: Yep, we definitely like halfway through an EP. You know what I'm saying? I mean
1: he's on I mean, look, you guys got some great records together yeah. at, at right now. Yeah,
2: right now. Yeah. yeah, you heard you heard like two yeah. of them already. You for know sure, for saying? sure. Yeah.
1: So, uh, with because I know East and Nip it talked about working together. So that's yeah. got to be a very important like uh you know hey Dave's one of the realest dudes in hip hop nah, for real just a man. great guy
2: man very Dave, genuine dude he's solid bro. So you guys he are halfway solid. through it one hundred yeah halfway through and we ready to go man we gonna we we ready to just finish this shit get it going. You know what I'm saying? Him and Nip obviously was working on one. You know what I'm saying? And uh Yeah, man, we just gonna keep this shit going,
1: bro. Help me understand the T uh how'd you get T Pain on this album, man? Cause I I was just listening without looking at the track list. I heard T
2: Pain. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, man. T Pain on the album. Shout out to T I though, man, for real. I pulled up on him and we got in the studio and uh the producer that produced for uh for for tip, you know what I'm saying, has some music for me. Yeah, we he had the T-Pain like pain hook? Yeah. Yeah, he been holding on that for me. He like, bro, I've been having this record for you, man. I've been sitting on this record for you. He had hit me in June and told me about it. So did Nine you have to hit Pain up. to clear it, obviously, right? Like, Of course, yeah. Of and, course. and he gave you the blessing. And... Yeah, we got the blessings, man. Shout out to Tip, man. So right. T.I.
1: helped kind of run that. Come on, man. Hey, that's crazy. Yeah, because sure. it sounded like some vintage, like, you know, some like all the above era T-Pain. I was like, this shit... I haven't heard pain get off like this in a minute. Yeah. Classic shit. Certainly. Um, so get kind of, you know, there's, there's been so much, um, you know, controversy since, since Nit passed away on the album, you kind of address whack. Uh, some of the things he said, uh, I forget the line. Um, but it's very specific. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've known Wack for a long time. I, I can't say anything bad about the dude, to be honest with you. He does have, a his opinions on things that he has no problem sharing vocally. Um, is is there like, you know, a, a conversation to be had with, with, with someone like whack who, you know, I know that there was like that incident that happened in rolling loud and, you know, is there any sort of conversation to be had to kind of get past that? Um,
2: that ain't no talking with that nigga, man. Ain't no talking with him straight up. Nigga said too much about the bro, you feel me? So it ain't nothing, it ain't nothing to be said. You feel me? You said how you feel. All right, cool. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have to see a nigga one day. That's fair. We'll leave it at that, man. Yeah. You know? Um And I ain't even really want to speak up on that nigga, you feel what I'm saying? But
1: I mean you addressed it on the album, so it's yeah, like you, you know feel I feel It's there. Yeah. Um you know, I just I just like always like to see people. Try to move past that kind of shit, you know, but like, you know, hey, it is what it is. We'll we'll leave it at that. Uh, Like, I I feel like um, with this project, you're in a really great position to kind of, um, you know, I feel like people kind of associate you as like Nip's homie, right?
2: Yeah, that's my day one. Right.
1: But I I think that this album is like an album that is kind of like, it feels like your, like your arrival, where you're, it's like, yeah, that's 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 Jay Stone who happens to be Nipsey's homie. Like, you know, what, you understand what I'm trying to say? I
2: mean, I kind of get it. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like this
1: album is like a big statement for you as an exactly,
2: artist. Exactly, exactly. Like that, de- like I say, like the definition of loyalty was like it was like a demonstration, but this one is like, like nigga, this my stamp right here. Like, this shit was for real, and it is for real. And I'm here, so get used to me, you feel me? What do you, like,
1: what, what, what's your thoughts on, um? you know, a lot of these lists have been coming out, and I feel like, obviously, L.A. is always getting overlooked. You know, Head always talks about that. Shout-out to Head. Um, A lot of hip-hop media is East Coast biased. Um, What is your kind of thought process on where L.A. hip-hop is right now?
2: I mean, shit, I think we in a good space right now. Everybody doing their shit, man. Shout-out everybody on the West. That's doing their shit, you know what I'm saying, lyrically and, you know what I'm saying, shit. I just feel like, you know, you can say, like, the West need this and the West need that and we don't need this and we don't need that. But if shit, if you ask everybody else, bro, on the outside looking in, we looking good. You know I, I mean, saying? listen, we sounding good. So. I
1: also feel like there's a lot more unity right now. In yeah, at and L.A. Be, than yeah, in the
2: past, for sure. With the younger, sure. with the, especially with the younger kids that are doing their thing, you know, for sure. And it could be a lot more. It could be a lot more. That's probably like the only thing that we lack. You feel what I'm saying? Because the South, they go do songs with each other. You know what I'm saying? They go sit in the studio and do ten records right, a day. Right, right, right. Yeah, be like, look, yeah. here's a Twenty One Savage Offset album, and yeah, exactly. You yeah, feel yeah. me like. I don't know, I work like that, that's how I work right. You know what I'm saying, I don't think niggas can get in the studio with me like that You know what I'm saying
1: Do you think and, it's, and it's a lot of it is, uh, is the politics side of LA sometimes Just kind of, you know Yeah, I mean, of not, course, not we that all like, know that Not yeah. that somebody doesn't fuck with an artist But it's like sometimes, it's like look, well like You know, sometimes the politics kind of get in the, in the middle of, of certain people collaborating You know what I'm saying definitely like like i remember as that's kind
2: of like everywhere you go now though if you think about it i mean that's just pretty much anywhere in hip-hop like in the industry you i mean definitely. it's
1: really out here though for sure as yeah. far as you know i'm talking about the street
2: politics obviously yeah the street politics yeah like
1: because there was bro as a as a fan i was i was always there was like one of the one record i always like one of the one collabs i wanted i wanted to hear nipsey and schoolboy q on some shit you know what i'm saying and you know obviously there's no secret if you're from L.A. as to why that probably didn't happen. It wasn't like there was beef or anything, but I feel like that there's definitely like, you know, with the young kids right now, at least like the One Take J's, the AZ Chikes, you know, the um, Shoreline kids, uh, Ruchi. Like, it feels like there's just a lot more camaraderie with the younger generation of L.A. right now. And it's just good to see, man. For sure. Yeah. Who Hell who, yeah. were who you, um, you? We were talking earlier, like, man, I'm a hip hop head you
2: know definitely bro because you know what i'm saying i was i bought bro growing up in this shit bro we had the box you know what i'm saying of course like, the video channel the box yeah like come on you know what i'm saying Man. i was exposed to shit like that you the feel box me? was crazy and then uh you know my cousins and shit you know they used to always listen to all that 80s rap you feel me so I was I was already I was already listening to that shit. Bro. What's your fa-
1: what's your favorite like like give me like your top three albums of all time if you could and and, and excluding Victory Lap, because it's gotta be in there, I'm assuming.
2: I mean Victory Lap is just all you know what I'm saying that's just up there. You already know. Uh, of course, of course. Like, you know what I'm saying? My top three. Damn, man. Shit, number one, Me Against the World, Pac. Okay. Um, shit, you can throw you can throw uh, Bone Thugs or Harmony creeping on the come up or East 99 Eternal in there. Hey, one of them. Talking my language. In there. Uh, and number three, shit. Definition of loyalty. Okay, I see you. <laughs> you can you put yourself me? in there. Yeah.
1: Yo, it's crazy because I like Bone Thugs was a. Uh, I remember having a creeping on a come up and the Ouija board shit as a little, as a little, bro, as a little kid. That that shit creeped me out though, you know, because I was like, but I love Bone Bone. Creeping on a come up in doggy nah, style was hard. Bone like was the t- hard.
2: They like the main reason why I'm rapping right now today. You feel
1: and they you don't get. in. I don't feel like they they don't get talked about enough anymore. Like as far as when we're talking about the all time greatest groups and yeah. shit, like Bones up there, man. Like yeah. they you know, up there.
2: Everybody know. It. They, the had whole world. Like they, they had a run. They sold millions of records. So Bro, East 1999. That means millions of motherfuckers heard it. They Grammys. Hear the lyrics. And they got the Grammys. Come on, man. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't too many motherfuckers. It ain't really too many motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, yo, know, Bone, you know. bones, uh You know, I wish they would have had a longer run for sure.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Shout yeah. out, shout out, my when guy. It's fucked up the business side. Yeah, I mean, listen, when you got, when when you got like, that many people
1: involved in a group, it's hard to, you know. Yeah, you got to manage a lot more variables. Yeah, you know, people, yeah. and then and then Crazy Bone started doing solo shit. Lazy Bone dropped the solo album, then Busy dropped the solo album. It was like, you know, then shit just kind of got out of control i feel like but shout out to bone
2: man legendary yeah. group shout out to respect Bone. respect to them
1: man. um is there a, obviously you're you're probably sitting on a whole lot more music what's the plans for 2021 for you bro
2: shit man i don't know what it's gonna look like man hopefully they open these doors man and we get on the road you know right what I'm saying? get back on this road and shit if not bro i'm back in the studio recreating it doing another album you feel me?
1: Just keep keeping it pu-
2: pushing. Yeah, keep, yeah, keeping it pushing. And then whatever happens along the process is gonna happen, bro. Cause I don't know. Right, you right, know right, right. Saying? Can you kind of? I was gonna
1: ask you. Can you kind of give us um like an update? Obviously, for people who don't know, the, the marathon store physical
2: location was was closed. Right. Yeah. Um, but you can still go online and support. Definitely and, go online and support and get the merchandise. You know what I'm saying? Marathon.com. Yeah. Marathonclothing.com. Yeah, because yeah.
1: it was, you know, after Nip's passing, I just remember, like, that became, you know, I think it's always going to be a um a landmark, you know, where people, whoever comes to town, they're going to go and be like, yo, this is where Nipsey's business was. This is where, you know what I'm saying? like
2: Yeah, where it started, you know what I'm saying, from the, from ground zero. Like, that was ground zero right there.
1: Yeah, it's crazy because if you like, you know, through the whole process of him being there, getting kicked out of that area, then to opening the store up and then to just being everybody's landlord in that motherfucker. Like, it's, it's it's it was like such a dope uh, story. And I think like that, I don't know what the current, you know, situation of that uh, center is, but I think that like it's got to be preserved, man. Like, you know, it was, uh, I think in like 20 or 30 years from now, we're going to be watching... Uh, the Nipsey Hustle movie.
2: It might even be ten years from now. Twenty, thirty years from yeah. now.
1: That's it, a long. ass it might time. Be ten, it, must, it might be ten years that's from a now.
2: Long ass time. Shit. It knows? might be ten years. You know. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely.
1: Who's playing? Who's playing Jay Stone in that movie though?
2: Shit, me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Shit, laughs> me like the younger me. <laughs> no, I don't you got. What if you got? You got pick an actor though. A younger me, somebody. Yeah, but me, I definitely go with me. You feel me? But if not, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of nobody right now.
1: All right, well listen, the album is out. Um, the definition of pain, man. Dope body of work. Is there gonna be yo, has LeBron James heard the LeBron James record yet?
2: Yeah, I sent it to him. Did he fuck with it? Yeah, he fucked with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He gonna go crazy. Of he, cool. was, he, was, he was the first person I sent it to. Right when it was mixed and mastered, I hit him like, yeah. Press play. Must on it must be
1: nice to just be able to hit LeBron James. You yeah, know bro.
2: That's one hundred for sure. For That's sure, motivation. I keep a nigga going too. You feel me?
1: Any other videos? Um, uh, do you have videos in the can for the for I got from the videos album? Videos in the cut for sure. What videos are dropping?
2: Shit, I got one with E40. I got one with Davies, Another one. Yep yeah, yep, yep, yep. So yeah, we cracked. Boom,
1: Jay Stone, man. Appreciate you pulling up. Go support the album. The <clears throat> definition of pain is out. Let's go.
2: Yeah. Let's Freestyle
1: go. out right now too. Actually, Freestyle out right now. Let's go.
2: Let's get it. Boom. Perfect. Boom.